All right, Q's Nation, your boy Dean Francis back again, Out of Row Pod, joined by my guy Sean Engel, fellow Q's fan. Um, one of the things I always like um, when it's the start of the year, January, one of the big tournaments in the nation, Hoopal Classic. Um, Sean has um, always a, a, a yearly attendee at that event, and you know he, he always hits your boy up with good insight and player evaluations and stuff over the years. But, you know, uh, with the spaces and everything like that, I thought it'd be cool to have him on and um, give his insight to the rest of the fan base and let them know what's <clears> up. <throat> um, you know, we we had a good time last year. A lot of fans, the feedback was real good with, um, you know, a lot of your player evaluations and stuff from the 2022 event. Now, 20. 23 just went down so we're gonna do the same thing once again so um you know starting things off um you know it was funny because you know before when we tried to do this um um originally you know i was joking about how you know every time i get hit up by fans about recruiting you know everybody's complaining about you know when we gonna get a, a commitment what's going on it's zero commitments and stuff so with elijah moore you know unless unless something crazy happens it should be Syracuse. Know, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless something crazy happens, um, it should be Syracuse and you know, Q's fans that's been thirsty for commitment. It might not be a twenty twenty three one, but a twenty twenty four, we're gonna be on the board with that. So, um, you know, Sean, I know uh, you know, you said that uh that game they had against um Emotep from Philly, that was like, you know, the late night game and you was in the gym, like, all day and stuff. So, you know, I understand where you was coming from, where you're like, look, I'm, I'm not staying till midnight. Yeah, it was like midnight. So watch yeah. This. yeah, 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 yeah. So, but you saw them, you saw, but you saw them last year. So, mm -hmm. you know, obviously you have a good read with um, Elijah Moore and the teammate that we're going to see in the ACC that just committed to UNC, Ian Jackson. So um, let Q's Nation know what to expect with um, Elijah Moore. And then um, elaborate a little bit on what to expect, what we're going to deal with as an opponent against um, Ian Jackson and UN, yeah. um, when he goes to UNC in the ACC. Yeah, so I'll start with Ian Jackson just because last year leaving Hoopal, I thought he was the best player I saw. Um, so, but yeah, like three level score, really athletic. He had a bunch of threes. Going into it, I didn't really know who he was I, I just by looking at rankings I, I think he was around the 20th range but I thought he was right there one two with um Nasir Cunningham who was from New Jersey went to the G League or um overtime elite one of those two but um yeah uh, whatever team they play back there they won by like 40 so um they they all looked really really good I think Elijah Moore I I do remember him I think he had five or six threes. So um, I think his reputation of being a shooter is accurate. And just from what some of the clips I saw this year, I was, I've been really, I mean, it's just highlights, but he looks very impressive, just mid range, three point, like deep range, um, nice turnaround jumpers. So um, hopefully we land him. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, but for Elijah, from what I've seen, uh, you know, definitely as you said, a, a good shooter. Um, a couple. Of, it's funny because with shooters, it, you know, they could be streaky at times. Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
One game I saw, he was red hot. Then another game I saw, he couldn't buy a bucket. But, you know, you could just tell with his form is released that, you know, he's he's a guy that's going to be on with the jumper more times than not. So, um, you know, uh, you know, there's some things he needs to improve on as far as be, being a better playmaker and such and needs to get stronger. Mm-hmm. But definitely uh, an upside guy that I think when it's said and done, he'll be, you know, a consensus top top 50 type of recruit so you know i'm glad that we're able to lock him down this early and yeah stuff. it's a good ball so, and pressure <clears throat> we're starting to recruit in new york city a little bit and um which i also think is a positive with some of the other guys coming up yep yeah so getting to the action that you were able to see that you was in the house for so let's start off with um Camden against Centennial so um Camden they have the two Kentucky commits uh both recent McDonald's All-American guys uh DJ Wagner and Aaron Bradshaw mm-hmm. but they also have a <clears throat> a top uh 2024 recruit in um 6465 guard Billy Richmond and Centennial has um, McDonald's All-American five-star point guard Jared McCain, who's gonna who who we're gonna face next season. At, um, who's gonna t- attend Duke? So he's another one. Like I mentioned with Ian, uh, Ian Jackson, who's probably gonna be a pain in the ass for us at UNC. Mm-hmm. Jared McCain at Duke is gonna be another pain in the ass for us. So what was your take on that matchup in those plays? So that was a, a really really good game. A lot of trash talking, but. The teams were definitely evenly matched um, with Camden to start off. I've seen Wagner since he was a freshman, so it was it was pretty cool to be able to see his progression. At this point, um, uh, super athletic, but he's, he's very, very, very strong around the rim, very creative. Not a very good shooter. I think he was a better shooter as a freshman than he was now, ironically. Bradshaw, I'm pretty sure he started off at Roselle Catholic, and like most big men, he was pretty raw as whenever I saw him when he was a sophomore or a freshman, but I was super impressed with him at Hoopal. Um, just, I don't know, the way he moved, like, very fluid athlete, jump shots fluid, and um, out of all the 20, I guess 2023 guys, I as a long-term prospect, I was actually most impressed by him. Um, and then McLean or McCain, he was very good as well. Um, he wasn't too big or too athletic, but he was, for his size, he was, you could tell he's been in the gym. He's pretty strong, but um, limitless range. Like, he's shooting all over the gym, and he had a very, very good game as well, so. But I, I wouldn't say he was a very high-level athlete. So that will be interesting to see how that translates to the ACC. Yeah, and what's your take on the 2024 prospect, Billy Richmond from Camden? So Billy I – for, I forget who they played on Monday. But he was – he won MVP. He was the best player in the game. Just Do you have offhand who they played? I don't know if you have the schedule there, but um, uh, no, uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, uh, well, go ahead and I'll try. To yeah, find just it. very. I mean, high level athlete, very, very good on defense. Um, didn't I really like him because he didn't really force anything? Like he kind of 
like he knew like he you could tell he knows he's the third guy on that team so he kind of fits his role has a high motor picks his spots but um I, I think he has a Kentucky offer too so he's he's a very good player so I don't know if Syracuse will get involved but I am um, I, I was impressed with him yeah, you you said um to check the mo- Monday who they played yeah, on Monday. Yeah, the Monday. The Monday game he was really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I have the schedule. Um, Bishop Bishop Gorman. Yeah, okay. So that Bishop Gorman has um Jason Richardson's kids. So they were um they, yeah. they were pretty good. They played Wheeler. I didn't stay for the Wheeler game either. That was really late too. But Wheeler has the number one senior in the country or number one ranked senior in the country, and um they beat them pretty good. So Gorman's a good team. And then Camden obviously beat them. Oh, okay, yeah, because I, I I had um I had uh uh the, um Isaiah Collier, who you talking about, the number mm-hmm. one player in the country, who's going to USC. Yeah, I had him on the list, so I guess since you ain't see that game, I guess I could cross him off. Cause yeah, yeah, have, I, yeah uh, I mean, it was, they added yeah. a girls' game and on one of those days, whatever day it was. So they tried to fit nine games in, and then I think that was the last game it started at. Like eleven o'clock at night, so I, I doubt anybody was really oh, okay. there. But it was—I was looking forward to seeing him play. But yeah, that's yeah, that's tough because it's like you think with the number one player, they would yeah, try to squeeze yeah. you know squeeze that game in at a, a a decent time for fans to see, not have them buried at the late exactly. night where it's an empty yeah. gym. It's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so next on the list, uh, speaking of more pain in the asses, we got the Roselle Catholic duo of um, Mackenzie Mbako, who's going to Duke, and Simeon Wiltshire, who's going to UNC. I mean, there was a lot of people upset, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the, the, the Wiltshire um, uh, um, fans and stuff like that, or people who coach them or know him. You know, there, there a lot of them was upset on my timeline that he got snubbed yeah, in the a, McDonald's game. So. Yeah, he's, he's really, yeah, really good. So what? Yeah, so what's your take on both of those um, guys? So I, I saw both of them for the first time the last two years, and Wiltshire's like he's a beast. Like hits threes, can go to the basket, very creative. Um, his dad, I don't know if you've seen his dad at all, but he's like a Levar Ball light. Like he's just a big guy in the crowd yelling from the sand. So it's it's kind of funny to see, but. He's he's very very good, and I think he's going to be a stud at UNC. But um, Mbako, I, I didn't really. We talked about this a little bit last year. I I didn't really. I wasn't too impressed with him last year, and this year the same. He didn't really do much. I I don't think he's. I, I he might be all right in college, but I, I just I don't see the athleticism to really translate to being like some dominant freshman and then one and done NBA lottery pick. But um, I don't know, some kind of doubling down on that. But I, 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 I like Wiltshire more than him. So we can leave it at that. But Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess yeah, cause I, I yeah I was gonna mention that in the beginning, saying I remember last year you wasn't too impressed. With no, I said that about so Derek Lively. Change your mind. I'm kind of looking good <laughs> on that right now. But yeah, 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 yeah. yep. All right, so uh, next on the list, these two guys they didn't play against each other, but they're kind of 
controversial figures in this um 2023 class because there's like mixed opinions and reviews on these um players so i'm curious to to get your thoughts on them so you have mikey williams and Bronny james so you know mikey early on for those that aren't familiar with him he was kind of like you know this social media sensation a guy that was like number one number two in his class in the early years years ago kind of falling off a bit and stuff. Another guy that some people think was a snub for the McDonald's mm-hmm. game. Others saying deservedly so because he, you know, his game kind of falling off and he's playing more to towards the cameras, mixtapes and all that stuff. And then Bronny James, we all know the story with him, LeBron's son. And some people saying he only made the McDonald's game because of who his daddy is mm-hmm. and other people are saying, look, he, he has improved a lot over the years and he deserved his spot. So those two guys, what's your take on them? So I, I didn't see Mikey's team play. It was just another one of those late games, but like, kind of like you said, I agree just from kind of following him since he was a freshman, just when he was a freshman, I think he was just more athletic and stronger than every other card in his class. And, now everybody's kind of kind of caught up, and now he's kind of playing more so for the social media. Kind of, kind of like maybe a little bit like Dior Johnson, a little bit. But um, Bronny's actually really, really good. I don't think he's as good as Simeon Wilcher or I'm trying to think of another guy. So he's like not the caliber of DJ Wagner or McLean, but he plays the right way. Like, he doesn't really force shots. He's a very, very good shooter. Plays really, really strong defense. Um, I don't think he deserved to be a McDonald's All-American. It probably is more so because of his father, but um, it'll be interesting to see if he goes to college, where he goes to college. Do you think he's going to go, go to college? What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I think so. Um, it, it seems like uh, USC, because you know, be staying, staying home in LA with you know where his dad playing with the Lakers, Oregon, because Nike, Nike, you know, they have a lot of buzz. I know he visited Ohio State yeah. and stuff, but I, I you know, I, I don't, I don't really see him going there. I, I think if he goes to college, it's like one of those two schools, or maybe there's another school that pops up, pops up late. You know, like whoever whoever gets them, it's gonna be because you know there's promises made to his dad mm-hmm. that Bronny's gonna you know be the focal point. You Which know what I'm saying? Like is, he's not like for I don't think he's coming in as a freshman and like starting being like a I, I like I don't know I don't he's not a one and done player in my opinion. So mm-hmm. like I think he would be better at a school. I'm not, like I don't think he would never go to Syracuse, but if he went to like a middle of the Pack ACC, Pack twelve school and plays one two three years. I think that's his best chance to really make it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. But I think it's kind of unfair to for people to put that added pressure on him to say, "All right, you're going to be one undone playing with your dad in a year." Like because he is a very good player, but it's just it's unrealistic to expect he's going to be in the NBA in two years. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but a lot of that comes from his dad exactly, too, because yeah. his dad is the one out there making these statements and stuff like that. So you know, he's the one putting the pressure on his mm-hmm. kids. So because yeah, I mean, I agree. The times I've seen Brownie 
I think he's gotten better, you know, in the beginning, like his freshman, sophomore year, I just didn't see what the hype was about. But when I saw him in the EYBL a couple of games um, last spring and summer, like he 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 really got got better and, he, you know, he surprised me a bit. But, you know, I still don't view him as – you know, an elite top 10, top 20 kind of guy. Like, I, th- I think he's like a solid top 50 recruit, you know, anywhere. Like, if, if you tell me he's, yeah, if you tell me he's ranked 45th, I'm not going to argue with you, but you, if, if you, you know, you say he's 15 for 12 or something like that, I'm like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes because I, I don't see that at this point. Yeah, like, I don't think he's, he wouldn't come into, like, he wouldn't be as good as Judah Mintz's right now for Syracuse. Like, they're different players, but, um, like, I thought Judah was really, really good in high school, but I don't think Bronny's the type of guy to go in and start at point guard and um, just – that's just my opinion. But others can see differently, but – Yeah. So um, were you able to see um, the, the, the top dog in UConn's recruiting class? Yeah, Castle. Um, Stefan yeah. Castle? Yeah, yeah. So what's your take on him? So, again, with – with him, I I didn't really see the athleticism. His main skill set I, I kind of saw was, well, he's obviously a very big guard, but it was more so the passing. Like, very, like, he anticipates the passes very, very well. Um, but, I, but, yeah, I, I would say passing is his best skill, playmaking, but I think the scoring is what really need to develop and obviously the athleticism as well but he just he's a big guy he's a good player but he's another one when I saw the rankings I was like I'm not sure he's the 10th best player in his class but yeah because he he's been like a a big uh stock riser this high school season Mm -hmm. like it seemed like every tournament he plays in when I you know read reviews or you know see stuff on the timeline a lot of the scouts and Recruiting analysis, they they they've been hyping him up big time. But you know, I did I did read that you know he had a struggle at the at the Hoopal Classic. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm not too surprised that you know you know you're a little bit underwhelmed by him and stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, so, I, I left thinking he's a good player, but it wasn't like all right, this guy is going into UConn and one and done. But but he's a good player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um. One of these guys here, uh, this is my favorite player in the 2023 class. Um, good thing he's not going to any college to be another pain in the ass. He's going to the G League at night. But did you get a chance to see Matas Buzelis? Yep. So they played Mount Verde, and he didn't really do much. But um, he, he, like, literally same build as Dolajai, kind of, like, similar, like, skill set where he could, he could dribble really well, pass really well. But the biggest difference was – just a much better athlete and he could also shoot but um their whole team struggled against Mount Bird Mount Bird's like crazy this year but um he's he's another player very good their team was stacked too so I was like kind of surprised that the game wasn't closer but just Mount Bird is loaded this year yeah, I mean, Mount Verde, they, 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 <laughs> I always hate making comparisons when, you know, when you say, all right, this, this team on a, you know, high school level could be a college team, but, or when people make jokes about, you know, a college, like Alabama could be, you know, the worst team in yeah. football or something like that, you know, or, 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 or like a high level 
college basketball team could be, you know, uh, the, the worst team in the NBA. Like, it was just like, nah, like, that's that's ridiculous. But it's not crazy to think the talent and how stacked Mount Verde is that they can beat up. They could, they could, they could, they could beat Louisville this year. <laughs> that's not had, crazy to think. Of. That's Cunningham, not crazy to talk, right? They could have beat a lot of college teams. That team was, it was like Kate Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, De'Aaron Sharp. It was just a ridiculous team. But this team's good too. But and it's a lot of sophomores and juniors. So I, the next year they're going to be mm-hmm. even better. But it's, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So did um did you get to see I, IMG play? Yeah, so I saw IMG the first. I saw them. So I didn't see them play Monday because that was the last game Monday. But I saw them play the first day, and they I forget who they played, but they won. The um okay yeah I'm trying to think yeah because a couple of guys yeah a couple of guys I have noted here, um Blue Kane who's going to Georgia Tech. Connie Roofs in the 2024 class, who's from Maryland. He's like a top 35 recruit, and they have a Maryland commit. Yep. Um, I, 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 yeah. So, what's your take on? Because I'm, I'm curious about Blue Kane because he had an mm-hmm. offer. I'm not sure. If yeah, yeah. Back I remember before. that. He, he had an early offer from Syracuse, and then you know they kind of like backed off at some point. And Georgia Tech, it's interesting with Georgia Tech because they have a new AD there now, and. That's not Passioner's guy, and Tech is, you know, outside the one year with Jose Alvarado. They, you know, been it's good, been pretty yeah. bad since he's been there. So I get the feeling he's probably gonna get he's probably gonna get fired when the season's done. So most likely Blue Kane might be back on the market. And, you know, with um Syracuse needing some guard death, if Joe was gone and Samir, you know, transfers to a lower level to start and play more. You know, I, 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 I'm curious if Blue Kane, like, did, did you see a guy that could be a fit for the Orange if they get back in that recruitment, if he's indeed available? I would say probably not. I'm, I don't know. He was – their whole team didn't really impress me too much. But he was like, – it's just a down down year for them, I guess. But he, um, he was athletic, but there was, like, not – one basketball skill that really stood out to me it was like, wow, this guy's really, really, really good. If that if that makes sense, but like, he's athletic. Um, he started, but he was all right. Just if he was, if like you said, if Passner got fired, I wouldn't be like super excited, saying, "Oh, we got to get back in on Blue King." But um, okay. they um, I don't really remember roofs a little bit. I I kind of focused on. Amir Ali a little bit, just because I know he's another guy who was rising. He's from Ohio, I think. Probably he might have a Kentucky offer, but um, he didn't even score a point, which was a little disappointing. And then the guy Kaiser, who's going to Maryland, he uh, I think he won MVP yeah. of the game, and he was he was pretty good. Nobody really was dominant on that team, but he I don't know big. Bigger guy, strong, um, hit hit a few threes, but um, yeah, uh, Maryland is a good class. There was another kid there from. We can get into it later. Paul the six, their best player was. He's going to Maryland. He was very very good. So, and he was one of the most impressive players. Oh yeah players yeah yeah. Yeah, I, I I definitely have Paul the six listed. We'll get to them soon. So, yeah. But um yeah, so that's the the take on the IMG guys. So next on the list, uh, did you did you see Long Island Lutheran? Yeah, yeah, Long Island Lutheran is they're so oh. good every year. So 
Okay, so yeah, so who I have listed, um, I, and I think you mentioned this player to me before. He's kind of on the small side, but any any anybody that I know that I've seen Long Island Long Island Lutheran play, they always talk about this kid is a high major player. Yeah, he's, he's a beast. Yeah. that's Jaden Reed. Yeah, that's Jaden yeah. Reed. Yeah, Jaden Reed in the twenty three class. He's still unsigned. Um, you have Jaden Ross, who's a UConn, another mm-hmm. UConn commit. Then you have uh, VJ Edgecombe in the twenty. 24 class who's like a top 50 recruit and then you have a big man named Godswell Ertherine who's uh, another top 100 recruit in the 24 class so yeah Long Island Lutheran what's your, what's your take on Jaden Reed is was their best player he's like very small guard but super athletic um, he just like uh, he's the type of guard that he'll go to Iona with Patino and just be a stud like that. that's that's just the type like kind of like Peyton Siva type kind of guard, like where he plays defense, but he's just, I think there's a higher level with the scoring. Like he's, wherever he goes to college, he's going to go to a school not deemed like as good as a high major, but he's going to be a stud for four years. Edge, Edge, was it BJ Edgecombe, right? You said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, He didn't have a huge scoring game, but I mean, you could see the, flashes he's a very high level athlete but there, there was certain moves he made like getting to his spots just like you could tell he's he was very very good and he's gonna be very very good so I'm excited to see just to just to follow him and see what offers he gets and how he develops over the next year because they'll probably probably be back next year um Jaden is Jaden Ross the one going to UConn because his brother's on the team yeah. also. Jaden Ross was yes. he was he was good. Just he kind of like Andre Jackson, light, where he's just a bigger guy, very 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 athletic, but can't shoot. So like, I, they probably see him as somebody who's going to be a Swiss Army knife in the future. And I I think he's actually going to be a very very good college player. His um brother. His brother's a sophomore, I think, and he's ranked for the sophomore class, and he actually played a lot too, and kind of the same, just um, a very, very strong athlete, um, big for his grade, and but I think he was a little bit of a better shooter. I, I don't remember his first name, but he's somebody that I, I think would be good for Syracuse. Just like I don't know if Bayham will still be the coach. If um, by the time he gets to college, but if we're still playing zone, it's just like he's a perfect zone player. But um, yeah, and then the big man gods, mm-hmm. well, he didn't do too much. But that's it. Do you, do you have um who they played by any chance? I think they won by a lot. Yeah, let me. Yeah, I'm. Uh, let me check that out. Yeah, when 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 looking at big men, sometimes you know I try not to look at like production stuff. I'm 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 trying to read long term and see. All right, is there potential there? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like how? Like did you like did you get that kind of feel from like maybe he wasn't all that productive, but did you see not, like just from the physical nature? Of yeah, things? I mean physically, I from yeah. what I can remember, I I don't remember him as an athlete, but he's just a big guy. Um, but I I think the pace of the game was was very fast. Like, they were going up and down, so maybe it didn't really fit his style. But, yeah, like, 
big man is like the hardest position to kind of I don't want to say I guess you could say evaluate. I I've always found just from like watching like when I was in college watching the Nets that game, the big men were always the ones who were the most overranked because they're kind of ranking based on the mm. potential rather than like you said the production. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. Eli Lutheran played Oak Hill. Yeah. They, I. I'm pretty. They were. I. I. I don't know if it ended up being a blowout, but they. They. Oak Hill. Oak Hill is another team that's. They got a new coach, so. They're. Um. They're definitely down this shit. Yeah. So. Uh. Next on the list, and you. You gonna like this one because one of your guys. We gonna talk about one of your guys in a little bit, but you know my Verd. We know they're stacked. They have uh, Kwame Evans, uh, McDonald's All-American five-star going to Oregon. They have uh, Ford, Sean Stewart, who's going to Duke. They have a uh, five-star big man in the 2024 class, Derek Queen. And then they have, like, one of the top players, if not the top player in the top 2025 class. And for those that listened last year, you were the first one to talk about him when he was still playing in Maine before yeah. he went to Mount Verde, and that's your yeah. boy Cooper Flagg. Yeah. So uh, let's get into Mount Verde. Uh, how, how how these guys in the team look to you? Uh, they're stacked. So Sean Stewart doesn't even – Sean Stewart's like a top 15 kid McDonald's All-American. Doesn't even start for the team. Um, but I would say the best player is definitely Flag. Like he doesn't – as a sophomore, doesn't leave the game. Just intangibly, he's just on another level. But, I, like, the first game, he was hitting threes, dunking on people. But um, just high motor, plays hard. And Boyle is probably one of the best high school coaches ever. Like I said, does not take him out of the game, which I think says a lot. Um, their second best player, you actually didn't say him, was McNeely. I don't know if you've seen him play at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like so many yeah, so many guys like I think I might as well lay down the whole damn yeah, roster. The, you know, that kid is so, yeah. I, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't haven't I've never seen him play before because he's another kid that transferred in this year, but he's just like knocked down and he's a legit six eight. So I think he's he might have a Duke offer, at least Duke interest, but he's he's another one that's just a stud. Evans, Evans had a good game, but I, 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 for their team overall, which makes them so great, is despite everybody being highly ranked, it's like they throw, it's just like no ego, if that makes sense. They just, they all play together. They play hard on defense. Um, nobody's gunning to score 20 points. So it's just, it's like, refreshing basketball to see. It's it's really cool to see. But Evans is very good. I think he's going to be good at Oregon, and I think he could be a, a lottery pick. With him, I guess the one big question is the jump shooting. And then Derek Queen, I was able to see him last year and then this year. His body improved a lot. Last year he was a lot heavier. But um, – just good post-up game, good mid-range game. Like, there's – not at Hoople, he didn't go off, but there's stuff from earlier in the year. He scored, like, 15 straight points in a game to will them to a victory. So, um, it's just it's just a great team. Like, they have a gu- another guard who's going to Kansas. Um, 
They have Marvel Allen, who's he's going to Georgetown next year, doesn't even get off the bench. He was a top twenty kid last year. So it's just they're gonna they're gonna be in ESPN or ESPNU probably a lot towards the end of the year. So anybody who hasn't seen them play should definitely watch them. It just it just I don't know, it's just a great brand of basketball. Yeah, I mean Boyle Boyle does a good job having those guys buy in because a lot of times I'm sure like you, you see a lot of these prep schools um that's loaded with talent and the chemistry is just awful. It's like just everybody's gone, it's gone way to... downhill. It's just shooting yeah. threes. <laughs> it's just like the quality of basketball just it's it's gone way downhill. Just from being I I've gone for the past eight years besides besides the COVID year because they didn't have it and this was probably the worst year from just like like where these teams they just it's like some teams want like one of 20 from three it's like it's just silly it's like it's just a boring brand of basketball so being able to watch Mount Vernon is just it's awesome great team yeah, because I mean, because I think you 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 said that there's been that, oh this game was a blowout. That game was a blowout more times. Yeah, than, a lot you know, of blowouts. Would imagine for a tournament, for, yeah, for a tournament of this, this magnitude with all the high quality teams and players, and it's like, geez, like you know what's going mm-hmm. on here? That is so many blowouts and stuff. So yeah, so that's that's the story on my verse. So now we go get to Pete Paul the Six PVI, um, Deshaun Harris Smith. Maryland commit in the 2023 class. I know you said, uh, you know, you think he was the best player you saw. They also have Darren Harris, who's a 2024 recruit that's uh, already committed to Duke. Mm -hmm. And then they have uh, another wing named Isaiah Abraham, who I saw a little bit last summer in a peach jam um, with team takeover. He was pretty good. He has a lot of high major offers and stuff. I think he's like top, top 50 in his class. So, um, yeah. So what's your take on those? Yeah. I didn't really remember. I, I don't really remember. Isaiah Abraham, but um, Harris Smith and is it Deshaun Harris Smith, right? Is that his name? The guy going to Maryland? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Deshaun, he's, yeah, Deshaun he's really, really Smith. good. Just um, high motor, plays really, really strong defense. Um, he was probably one of the five best players I saw, and I think he's going to be awesome at Maryland. Darren Harris was also very good. I guess the one knack on him would just be he's not a very high level athlete. Just he's like I would take his shooting, like great three point shooter. I would probably take the kid on Mount Verde over him, but I think he's going to be very very good at Duke. It's I'm not sure he's coming in freshman year and starting and playing a lot just because of the athleticism, but I think he's going to be a very good college player who could develop into an NBA player. Um, but, yeah, just he's a very high-level shooter. Probably one of the five best shooters I saw that weekend. Probably him, McLean, and um, McNeely were the three, probably the three best. But I could be forgetting somebody, but they're very, very good shooters. Okay, cool, cool. Um, did you see Prolific Prep play? Yes. So their best player oh. I saw was actually the freshman on their team. Tyron oh, okay. Stokes, maybe? I don't know if you've heard of him. 
Okay. So I, I had not heard of him before going to the event, but um, you're watching them in warm-ups and you're like, this kid's a freshman. He was he was probably their best player. Very, very good. He also had Aiden Holloway, who was – he didn't do too much, but he was on La Lumiere last year, and he played with J.J. Starling. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, Jeremy Fears, I think. He's the kid going to Michigan State next year. So he, he's yeah. a very good guard, too. But Yeah, what – what about the big man, um, Eves Misi, who's in oh, the 2024 no, he, class? He was a guy. That's, very good, yeah. very good. He was, um, yeah. He caught every. He was very good catching the ball, but he, he was just strong. Tried to dunk three people, a lot of block shots. I, he's going to be very, very good in college next year. And then um, there was another yeah. kid who I, I hadn't heard of before that I really liked, uh, Zion Stensley, maybe. I don't know if you've heard of him, but mm. he was a four, very athletic, had a had a few pretty big dunks. So um, I looked him up. I, I think he might have a Kansas offer or something. He had a few high major offers, I think, but he was a good player. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just looking up um, Stokes right now. So I see he's 2020, 2026 class, and he's from Louisville. Yeah, so, uh, you know, yeah. I guess he's. Yeah, so he's uh, I guess he's one to look out for and stuff. I, I see that uh, um, Carolina's already on him and a lot of a lot of high majors and stuff. So, all right, we'll see. Yeah, because I remember last year, I know you really like um, Aiden Holloway. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he was good. You know, he's going to Auburn. Yeah, he's going to Auburn and such. So, yeah, so that's that's gonna wrap it up with the um high school teams. We are gonna get it to some of the individuals that um I still have on the list. But going back to Long Island Lutheran, when you was talking about with Jaden Reed, you gonna find this funny because with his recruitment, I was reading an update about him like a couple weeks ago and he said that um VCU was recruiting him the hardest. And I'm like, that's a typical VCU guard right mm-hmm. there. I, I don't know how familiar y'all with they VCU, but they always have Yeah, <laughs> they always have these like under the radar guys that they find in high school that slept on and they just come there and just like you know, be a pest to everybody and stuff like that. You're like, damn, like how how this kid ended up at VCU and stuff. Yeah, they like, I don't know if you remember the game last year on Long Island Lutheran. I think it was to Providence, maybe something Pierre. I, I'm not sure. I was doing. This. Oh yeah, 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 he was, he was yeah, 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 yeah. Um, J- yeah, J- J- Jaden, Jaden Pierre, Pierre, I believe. So yeah, they yeah. they were fun Jaden to watch Pierre, last yeah, year together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long, Long Island Lutheran, we having some dudes, yeah, man. They I had like even there. um. Was yeah, Andre Andre Carbello went there. Yeah, oh my work God, on that was a great team. Oh, he was so good. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So I got some twenty few twenty twenty four guys to get to. Then we will wrap it up with with a couple of twenty five guys, and we will just call it sure. a night. So um twenty 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 four guys. We have uh, uh did you uh, did you see Newman Garetti? Yep. Yep. So Robert Wright. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Wright. Yeah, and for those I don't know, Robert Wright broke. Jerry McNamara's heart because that's the guy that he had keyed in on hard and we thought we were in a good spot with him and then you know he 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 visited came to the elite camp and then I think like two weeks later went on a visit to Baylor and ended up committing there and that caught like everybody <laughs> that caught all, all, every all, everybody on that that Syracuse uh, it, it, um you know the that coaching staff it caught them off guard because. 
they weren't expecting that to happen so soon. But anyway, how 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 was his game? Um, good. So he kind of reminds me of like a Kansas type guard, like when they had like Frank Mason, Devontae Graham, just like a a floor general. Um, he had a few steals. He um he played off the ball a lot, which kind of surprised me. I kind of thought he was going to be the lead guard, the point guard, but he um he still was very good making plays for others and but and he had like fifteen to eighteen points. So I was very impressed with him. I thought I think he's gonna be a very, very, very good college guard. Okay, cool. Um and here we got the you know people Syracuse fans is looking for the next big fish that hopefully we can possibly land. That guy would be Boogie, Boogie Flynn from Stepping Act. <laughs> yeah. So what's the, what's your take on him? So he they played Simeon on Hoopal, and I Simeon's really good. Like they're they don't have any highly ranked guys, but they're just I think they're rate, ranked like twelfth in the country. Just a bigger team, and Stepanek also didn't have their point guard. He's very good, Danny Carbucci. He's a little guard. Um, yeah, I saw yeah. him last year. I was very impressed with him. But um, so Boogie struggled with scoring. He was inefficient. I want to say he was probably like seven of twenty, seven of twenty-one. But despite not scoring a lot of points, he, you could still tell like he was getting to his spots. Like he was very creative with creating his own shot. But then. So then I watched him play. Did you? I don't know if you watched him play on ESPN the other day. No. Yeah. So they played Christ the King, and he had like thirty-eight points, just dominating, pulling everywhere from three. It was it was a great game, and um, I I mean I I I I was watching that, and I was watching that more than the NFL, the Forty ers Cowboys game, because I was it was just like a great game, <laughs> but um. Just three level score, and I think he's he's a beast, and he should be priority number one. And I think with UNC adding Cadell, ja- I mean Jackson might not really affect that too much, but having Cadell and Wilcher, hopefully that um, because I think they're kind of the favorite from what I've read. Hopefully that could put Syracuse in a better position because he's he's one and done. So. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean that that recruitment is gonna take off. You know, that's that's gonna be like he's gonna have his choice. You know, his his mm-hmm. pick. You know, with whoever, because like every everybody in the nation is gonna be after him. So it's not even you know UNC, you know, UNC, UNC Webb. I'm yeah, sure. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's gonna be like Kentucky and Duke and Kansas. Like all these schools are gonna be on him. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be a dogfight. So um, you know, I just hope, you know, as I always say, you know, if if, if Bayham is still around. You know, if you want him, you gotta go after him. You can't just be sending your assistants and saying, <laughs> "Let let let G Mac or 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 Red or or Griff handle it." Like you you gotta be there. Yeah, so like for example, we'll see how how parties at all of these games. Like he's he has a game flying out right after the game, and staying the next day. Like he stays for two days, and then like he has a game later that night and leaves. Like it's just like. I mean, you could people could hate on him as a coach, but he's there's no better recruiter. Like he's always there. Yeah, he's, he, it's yeah, a big he's, deal. Yeah, he put, 
Yeah, he puts in that work. And, and once, because this is something we talked about last year where you said you saw all these other coaches there and you ain't seen any Syracuse yeah. coaches. Was was it the same story this year or you yeah, saw I'm, Syracuse I mean, coaches Syracuse there? Coaches, but it was, I'm, the schedule didn't work for, like, because Syracuse, I think they played Notre Dame that Saturday and then they played at Miami Monday. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, you can't really Monday. fault them for that, I guess. He, but. Yeah, but but like you said, like you said though, Cattle Perry, he 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 out there because he had. I remember it was a Saturday he had a game, and they said he got on the jet, and he went to a game that night. Like they had a game at noon, and he was there at the evening. So, and he's out of the state. Syracuse is in the state. They had a, you know, a home game. So you had Sunday. I mean, obviously you couldn't go on Saturday because you had a mm-hmm. game, but sun, nothing stopping you from going to. You know, one of you know, even if Bayham's not going, we know he's not going. But like, you got three assistants. At least I thought one, I, one guy. I thought them going to the Christ the King Stephanie game would have been a great opportunity. Carmelo was there. It's on national television. You offered Carmelo son. You're trying to get more involved with Boogie. So, um, I think that would have been a great opportunity. But again, they didn't send anybody for that either. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah, all right, so uh, next on the list, uh, we got uh, another um, five-star, high-level, top 24 recruit, um, Isaiah Elohim. Mm-hmm. He plays with Bronny on Sierra Canyon. What's your take on him? Uh, he was awesome. So I thought he was – Bronny had a very good game, but I think he was the best player on their team. Just his mid-range was awesome. He had a few turnaround Kobe shots. But um, he um, – it kind of sucked because he played such a great game. And then at the end, he missed a free throw that would have sealed it. And then one of the, I think, the really good boozer kid got the rebound and went down and scored. And he was just, like, hysterically crying after the game. But he um, he's a very good player. And I think he's another guy who's five-star going to be able to go wherever he wants. But it was cool to see, like, like you know, he cared that, they lost the game too, but um, he had, he had a great game, but it, it just sucked at the end of that way for him. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, did did you? I know they played early on. I think it was like Monday or Sunday. But uh, did you see the matha by any chance? Yeah, yeah. So that was they played Sunday. Yeah. So I was really looking out for Malcolm Thomas, and he played pretty well. Yeah, so. that's what I wanted. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah, so for those that don't know, uh, our guy Etan, he has a son named Malcolm who's uh, in the twenty twenty four class, um, and he plays out in Damatha. So, um, yeah. So, what's your what's your take on his game? So, I, I he had like eleven points, ten rebounds, a few blocks, but he, I, I, he's not somebody I think is going into Syracuse and playing right away, but, um. You could see he he played hard. He he hit a few mid range. I think he had one or two mid range jumpers. So as a big man, it was I don't want to say encouraging is the right word, but he's a good prospect who I think potentially. I think he could. I think he will end up at an ACC school. And I think he's a guy you offer, you bring in, and you try to develop, and somebody who could develop into a very good player. Four-year player, but he's yeah. a player. I mean, yeah, you, you would think. Um, yeah, I mean, you would think. Um, uh, with him being a Q's legacy guy, with you know his dad and such, and 
you know, you got 13 scholarships, so you're definitely going to have room or two to take a fly on somebody. So why not him? Yeah. You know, it seems like he has more potential than, you know, a Chaz Owens, right? Like a Chaz mm-hmm. Owens seemed more like a D2 player th- that, you know, Bayham just was like, all right, we'll, we'll bring him in because of his dad. But he probably had no business, being <laughs> you know, there, being yeah. on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was the but Malcolm, best player for sure. And I think, yeah. I, I'm not sure what their record is this year, but they're. They're they're always pretty good. I think th- they also have a new coach. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Cause um, he went to Virginia Tech. You know, they they yeah, Virginia Tech. Yeah. So um, yeah. So that's 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 gonna wrap up the 2024 guys. So we just gonna finish up with a few 2025 guys, and then we'll call it a night. So you know, I appreciate you doing this once again. A lot of good stuff, of insight, course, and everything like that. I'm sure. The fans are gonna love all the, mm-hmm. the 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 gems and jewels that you dropped in tonight. So, um, twenty twenty five. So we talked about your guy Cooper Flag. So who he's gonna be battling with over the next few years for that top spot is one of the Boozer twins. Mm-hmm. So you have uh Cameron and Caden Boozer. So what's kind of unique with those two, the, the twins, is Cameron is like what six eight six nine. Mm. And Caden like is the guard. Ten. He's a big kid. Six ten. Oh, he's, he's, oh, he's huge. Got yeah, he's okay. big. Yeah, he's bigger right. than five. I, yeah, and then you have Caden, who's like what six three, he's six four. Six, like he's four. yeah. So he's more of the guard of the team. You know, the guard mm-hmm. of the twins. And Cameron is the big man, who's you know the high upside, kind of like his. You know, similar to like his daddy and stuff. Yep. So, what's your take on the twins? So, can I would I would say Cameron and. Cameron's the big one, right? Cameron, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Cameron and Flag are the two. I think they're the two best prospects in the country, regardless of class. I mean, Cameron was very, very good. Like he was bringing the ball up. Just he's a, a massive human being, especially for a sophomore in, in high school. Um, I also liked his brother a lot too, and I saw in some of the rankings he's more so in the thirty, the probably the thirty range. And like I left Hoopal thinking like he's probably a five-star caliber player. He could shoot threes, shoot the mid-range, um, plays the right way, play defense. So I really liked his game as well. But both Boozer kids are are very, very, very good. Yeah, um, you know, I, 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 I really hope we don't see them in a few years at Duke. But it seems <laughs> like we don't see all three like, of those kids, the, the boozers and yeah, because flag, because flag, flag might flag might end up there too, right? Yeah. Like, isn't that like a dream school fist? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you don't know with with Shire being there now, like yeah. especially them. The first year is yeah. not too good, um, mm-hmm. so we'll see. But yeah, I mean, they could all end yeah. up there. The studs. Yeah. So um uh last two and these are guys you 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 kind of um made note for me to jot down that you wanted to talk about that caught your eye. So mm-hmm. we have uh Caden Magwood, a six two point guard. He's from Louisville, but yep. he, you know he's at Oak Hill. And um then we have uh I guess this is a guy just looking at location because he's from Baltimore and this is somebody that Syracuse should probably get involved with, and that's Tyon um Farrell or Farrell, yeah, who's a six six wing. Out at Mount St. Joseph, out in Baltimore. So yeah, those two guys. What's it? What's it take? So with Farrell, there's like nothing really on him. I, he has like a 
because I tried to look more stuff up on him after the game, and there was really, really nothing there. But he started for their team. He, I think he's a URI offer, but he's just a bigger guy. He's like he's a he's a wing, but he's a bigger wing, uh, more like a small forward. But um, he, their best player on the team is a big man going to Illinois. But I I left thinking he was probably the second best player, and but they beat Mount Verde, which was like crazy. And they didn't beat Mount Verde at Hoopal, but just looking back on their schedule, I was like, they beat Mount Verde. So, like, they're a really, really good team. So, I think he's somebody who's going to get those high major offers, and it might take just another summer of AU for teams to really see him. So, that's just like a dime in the rough, I think, that could potentially go high major. And then Magwood is just he's – a, he's a point guard from – Oak Hill, he's a sophomore, and he didn't start, but in the game I saw him play, he, just a floor general, generally made the right play, good mid-range shot, hit hit a couple threes maybe, but um, he, just the way he played and how he moved and how he got others involved, I think he's somebody who's going to be not maybe not a five-star, but somebody who's going to get those high major looks. So those are just two guys that I had never heard of before in my life and um, saw them play, and I think they could be pretty good. So we'll see. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, that's going to wrap up the whole Hoopal Classic uh, recap, the evaluations. I mean, lots of good stuff, Sean. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to – you know, lay it all out. Uh, you saw a lot of action, um, you know, a lot of quality talent. I'm sure we're going to see some of these guys in the NBA in a few years. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we're going to see a lot, lot of them in the ACC and other, you know, schools around the country, March Madness and stuff in years to come. Um, before before I let you go, and hey, um, my man Toast, if you, you got anything you want to ask Sean before we go, just hit the request button. I'm giving you like two minutes. If not, then, you know, it's cool. But if you got something to say, then, you know, just hit the request button. And if you want to ask Sean something before we go. But Sean, one last thing. Because um, last year, uh, you were able to see, um, I think, four guys out, out of our recruiting class with um, Bell, Copeland, Taylor, Mintz. So from your view of what you saw last year and evaluating them and stuff and what you've seen so far this season in their freshman year, how, what's your overall assessment from then to now and like moving forward and stuff? You know, like your, you know, some of things you're encouraged by, some things you're discouraged by, like what, 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 um, what's your overall feeling with those guys individually? Yeah. So at that point, Last year, I don't even think we were involved with Mintz, but just I think he played twice last year at Hoopball, and I thought he was one of the best players there and plays very similarly to how he's playing now at Syracuse. So I think he's one of our best players, and hopefully he stays another year and just develops that jump shot and parlays that into being a first-round pick because I think that's his – the ceiling and potential. Bell is... I'm actually very encouraged by Bell because 
last year when when we saw him play at Hoop Hall, it was he was just shooting threes, um, and the motor wasn't there really at all. So if he wasn't scoring at all, like he even when he was scoring, the, the, he didn't really try too hard on defense. From what we've seen this year, like obviously he's shooting threes, but he also can shown he could he's added a little bit of a mid range game. And I also think, like, he plays pretty hard. Like, I don't, I don't – like, even when he's not scoring, I think he's hustling. Sometimes he gets big blocks. But the most encouraging thing with him is, I think, just, like, the growth of the mid-range game. And I think the motor has grown a lot from what I saw last year. And I think he's going to be very, very good, too. Taylor – my comp for him when I saw him, because he had a, he had a bad shooting game last year when I saw him at, when he played for IMG, um, but he was able to get to his spots. I I kind of compared him to Cooney, and from what we've seen this year, I don't. I, I think he's gonna eventually end up being a good a, a very good player for Syracuse just because he's shown the ability to shoot. He has that college body. So I think he's going to continue to develop. He's a hard worker. And I think at this point, right now, compared to when Buddy Beheim was a freshman, he's he's just he's just he's a better athlete. He's bigger, stronger. So I think he's going to end up being a very good player. And then Copeland, I was very impressed with him when I saw him last year. And obviously he's not playing a lot right now, but hopefully he he seems like somebody he has a good personality and he he will buy in so hopefully he buys into his role and he'll get more minutes next year but just i i think all four those four and then obviously malik brown too are all have the potential to be very very good for syracuse which is cool to see because none of the besides mints none of them were super highly ranked so um i'm very happy with that recruiting class Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, I right, Sean, um, once again, appreciate you taking the time out. Another edition of Hoop Hall Classic recaps and evaluations and all that good stuff. Um, You know, I got your, your ads in the title, so if anybody want to hit you up, they can gladly do so. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, unless there's some, anything else, you, you got something you want to plug or anything like that? No, or, no, good, you know, yeah. good. <laughs> so, no, thanks for having me. Right. I appreciate it, so. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, all right, so Q's Nation, go get this up on your favorite podcast soon. So, till the next time, your boy Dean Francis signing off. We out.